Hi, you guys. This is a tipsy taze. It sure Taylor. is a tipsy taze. Um, I think I'm a little more tipsy than Taylor at this point. Yeah, I just got off work. But we're so we're today trying. is right. So today's our first recording. We're doing it like remote. Um, so I'm sorry if the audio is a little out of whack. Um, we so spent just a bear lot of time us. trying to get it to sound pretty good, though. So shut up. <laughs> yeah, be a little grateful. Twenty Please. minutes is yes, especially after a long day of saving lives. AKA like Meredith Gray on Gray's Anatomy, like That's Taylor me. Duckworth does. Yeah, I'm like the med history tech sidekick of Meredith Gray. That's her. <laughs> but we, uh, listen, we are bringing you such an interesting story today. I'm so and, excited. <laughs> well, it, it's exciting, but it's also, Fucked I know up. I'm going to shit talk these people. Like, yeah, because. When anytime I'm I read the the title of what I typed into my notes, the double kidnapping of Jan Broberg, it happened twice and I don't know how I feel about it. I know as the story goes on I'll feel a little more I'll get a little more loose and a little more candid with it, but you guys <laughs> It's nuts. I <laughs> so, I can't wait to hear you tell the story. And I just have to say that the only thing I know about the story is like five years ago, I watched that one documentary about this. And on Netflix, yeah. Yes. In plain sight. Abducted in plain sight. And I cannot wait to hear your rendition of this because... <laughs> I, just, I feel I like I'm wait. so critical. I feel like I'm so critical of everybody, but you know I what? Let's get started. Let's get started. So let's get into it. Um, also, you guys, let me state this before I get into it. <laughs> uh, it is a rule of mine that I do not listen to our episodes before we release them because I am so critical of myself. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to listen to this one. <laughs> um, just Why? because I... I, I I listen after they're released, and I notice that I say a lot of, like, my intros are like, listen, or I just have to say, so I'm going to try and catch myself. <laughs> so let's start with her birthday. Jan Broberg, she, so she was born on July 31st, uh, 1962. She was a 60s baby. Oh, almost um, 69. Almost got it. Yeah. Yeah, just so I had to do a quick math. Seven years away, <laughs> she was born in Pocatello, Idaho, home of the potato. Where else would you want to be born? Potato, French fries, mashed potatoes. Right. My favorite um, she was diet born... is the potato diet. Have you ever heard of it? There's literally um, a diet where people just eat potatoes in every way, and apparently they're supposed to lose weight. I don't think it works. But is French fries a thing? Uh-huh. It's my favorite diet. Sorry, you know what? continue. I... No, no, you're you're fine because that re... I showed you that girl on TikTok who told me you could have french fries air fried. Yes. I had them. They were so good. Zero sodium. Okay, anyways. Anyway, so Jim <laughs> Broberg, July 31st, 1962, Pocatello, Idaho. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. She was born to a Bob Broberg and Mary Ann de Broberg. <laughs> um, wait, no, that was a typo. Sorry. <laughs> Just Broberg. Um, she was the couple's first child. Um, she was followed by two younger sisters, Karen and Susan. I will say... I couldn't find much about her interest as a child, but... It's only because I refuse to subscribe to Netflix that when they were giving out their 30 day free trials, <laughs> I made uh, multiple accounts for like five years. Did they stop? And that? yeah, they stopped. So, so I was able to see this. Right. I was able to see this documentary, though. I cannot remember her interest as a child. Um, 
because I unsubscribed when they stopped giving the 30-day free trials. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of shit. I'm probably the reason why they stopped. Also, um, I bet her interests as a child were aliens. Don't even get me start, <laughs> Bitch, you already know. <laughs> you guys, this is take two of this story so we were almost to the alien part but we'll get there just but i'm gonna say i'm sure she was interested in most things that young girls were interested in it was the 60s and 70s so as women i mean you guys no not drugs you were allowed to be interested in two things easy bake ovens and cleaning if you weren't cleaning, you were baking in your easy bake oven. If you were under the age of nine, after the age of nine, you were you were actually in the kitchen running a house. Or you were getting married off. Or you were getting abducted twice. <laughs> Period. <laughs> but, you know what? Let, let's fast forward a little bit. Just because the story picks up when she was nine. Um, Jan Broberg. I'm just going to start calling her Jan. I hate saying her last name. It's... I just feel weird. She had a close loving... Right. She had a close loving religious family. um, But they became close friends with another family. And they were called the Birchtolds. Um, Both families' fathers were leaders in in the local chapter of the Church of Latter-day Saints. Um, And both were named Bob. Bob and Bob. Right. So to avoid confusion... Bob Birch told, which was the the father of the other family, asked the Brobergs to call him B. You know, both families bonded B over for picnics. B- yeah, <laughs> you guys all you guys will agree. Both families though, like partook in picnics, talent shows, musics, and crafts, and with so much in common, they actually became super close. So close, in fact, he was seen Too as close. another father figure. Yeah, in the Broberg's children's life. <laughs> and and so you got to take a step back. You know, like, we've covered stories that have taken place, you know, before the 90s. And I don't know why I use the 90s as a focal point, but... Because we were born Before the, the 90s. 90s. Right. So you got you to gotta recognize back like then it was so... It, yeah, it was it was chillaxed, you know. Yeah, there were there were there were serial killers, which blows my look. It blows my mind that most of our killers happened between we'll say the seven sixties. You know, I'll, I'll include the sixties, the sixties to the nineties. But it was the most relaxed time period. That's why there were so many. They could fucking get away with anything because nobody had their guards up. Right. So their thought was, this isn't going to happen to me. Not Mm -hmm. on my street in my quaint little town. No freaking way. Even though, I mean, majority of what we cover here, like I said, has taken place back then. Yeah. (laughs) When, When did Johnny Gotch happen, Taylor? Uh... Oh my gosh. Um, I think that was back in the 70s. Period. Maybe the 80s or 90s, but it was some. It was before the 2000s. It was I'm like in 99% between, sure. Oh, for sure. It was in between that time period. So, yeah. so this guy, B, we'll, we'll call him B. He was seen as a fun dad. He would take the Broberg girls for ice cream with his own children because he did have kids of his own. He would entertain okay, them with stories. I was just going to ask if he had kids. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, he would entertain those stories of like UFOs, alien abductions, oh, no. and all the things. I mean, all the things. I mean, you sit here and you think like, if I was a parent, I I would probably, I won't say pull pranks, but I would tell my child. I, I mean, I believe aliens are real but i'd be like alien abductions like your uncle was stolen by six aliens and returned on december 24th you know like <laughs> and also there's a monster in your closet good night right <laughs> good night sleep tight closes and locks the door but like people like 
these are all things you would talk with, like with your own kids. So like harmless, here, this, here's the thing, harmless activities for most people, it wasn't the case here because this isn't a podcast about Serene Maureen, you hear me say it right this time, <laughs> Serene Maureen. Maureen and Johnny Gosh. It's thrills and chills while choking down pills. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I hope you mean right. Uh, no, no, no. You're fine. I'm I just kidding. It. So, so cutting, <laughs> just kidding. Not cu- really. Cutting to- Baha. <laughs> I love you too. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to call out why that's a joke just in case somebody listens to that. <sighs> but if you do listen to this, you know who you are. You know who you but are. But anyway. But anyways, B took a disgusting interest in Jan. Um, he had a plan ready to go, and and in his eyes, it was it was honestly time to put it into action. On one October afternoon in 1984, then 12, Jan was taken for so she she was taken for a horse riding lesson. So. So Jan did take horse riding lessons provided by her parents. Um, and the thing was, is like, when I read up on this, her Jan's parents were like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. You be, you don't have to do this. We have plans after this, but be insisted. And he insisted hard. So they just, you know, let it go. He was a family friend. Nothing had happened at this point. And so she was taken for a horse riding lesson by B. Um, even, even, like I said, even though Bob had asked him not to do so, they had some plans. But as the time had approached for her return, you know, for her usual return, it just passed and passed and passed. And Bob and Marianne, which was Jan's mom, I mean, Jan's mom and dad, they they actually grew concerned that, you know, something happened to be in Jan, you know, on the way home, you know, mm-hmm. there was this, the sick part of it is, is that everything their thought process. <laughs> I mean, no but, that, yeah. but the, the, yeah. the sick process was as nothing had happened to Jan solely. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, my best friend and my daughter must have been involved in something mm-hmm. to where they didn't, you know, come home. And you're sitting there thinking this, but then here's here's where it gets twisted and hear me out on this. We we were going to transition to the dark side here. <laughs> Young Jan wakes up inside a small, dark room with her hands, legs tied up in a mechanical like voice. Like a roast turkey. Right. She was in like... She, okay. That is hilarious. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. But <laughs> she... She was tied up and a mechanical voice from somewhere inside tells her that she had been abducted by two aliens named, named, I hate these names because Zeta, for some reason, you know, I'm not even going to say it because it's the next story I'm covering. Zeta and Zethra, these aliens claimed that Jan had been chosen by them to save their planet. So for she herself, like, Jan was half human and half alien. But keep in mind, these were recordings. I mean, who else? Put together by B. And if she doesn't help them, her younger sister, Susan, like mentioned before, will be taken in her place. Taylor. Guess what the only way to save an alien planet was? I Jan would answer. have to have Yeah, you know I the answer. Jan I don't would want have to, know to have answer. No, you you know it. Jan has to have a baby with the other male companion that was abducted. <sighs> and so Robert Birch told Robert Good old B. So this would be this is the first time obviously, like I claimed at the beginning, 
Um, B, abducted her twice, which, you guys, I I can't wait to get further into this story. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so fun. I, I've watched the interview. I remember her saying she doesn't blame her parents, but I do. Bitch, I but, blamed her parents the first second anything happened. I was like, are y'all fucking dumb? And then you let it happen twice. Twice. Mm. And this poor mm. girl, she's like 12. Like, yeah, as a 12-year-old girl, you would believe that aliens abducted you? Like, And that your sister was next if you didn't have uh-huh. a child with the only other person? In a fucking 2 by 4 camper? Are you... Are you fucking kidding me? But anyways, this was the first time, like I said, Robert kidnapped kidnapped Jan. But guess what? He drove her to a city in Mexico. Like I said, in an RV, some call it a fucking motorhome, he groomed her for what was to follow. He had convinced Jan, both through his own words and with the use of a portable speaker, which... I'm going to be honest, blows my mind. How the, Bluetooth was a thing here. I don't know. I don't Maybe. know how this happened, baby girl, but Bluetooth was a Sonos, was a Sony. What was going on in the 70s? Maybe late, maybe early 80s, but he was pretending to be an alien. And he was... She was trying to have a baby with this girl. A 12-year-old Before she was 16-year-old. Yes. But here's what he told her. He told her that if this baby did not come to fruition, for, is that it? Is that the right word? Fruition, yes. Fruition. Fruition. She would be vaporized out about, like, she would be vaporized out of existence. Oh, my God. So, but let me stop and talk. Like, part of me is like, I, I, I mean, I guess it depends on who you're raised by, the time period you're raised in. Part of me is sitting here like, in no way, shape, or form would I ever believe that some alien abducted me in a fucking, a fucking 200 square foot motorhome. <laughs> And forced me to have sex with the other person they had. Jan, I'm not faulting you. (laughs) Trauma is different. I am a millennial. You are, I think, two two categorations behind me. Yeah. I don't know what it was like. Yeah, I mean, it probably would be different. Because, like, they they didn't have, like, the internet and stuff like we do. Like, maybe she really was, like, convinced that aliens were like real and like among us or something you know right and google wasn't a thing you have to think until like 2004 2006 yeah and so so this girl was trying to have a baby with b before she was 16 and if she failed her sister was gonna be the next one and so to protect her sister at this young age, she made it her mission to to basically go through this trauma. And the effect on this, on Jan's mind, was absolutely crazy. In my mind, it's mortifying because she was mm-hmm. terrified of the consequence and agreed to it all. I person, I hate to say this because we all have different... <laughs> We all have different relationships with our siblings. But I also feel like my siblings are strong. I 110% would be like, you're on your own. I'm sorry. You would. You would. You know I would. I'm an honest person. Part of me would be like... That's what we call you. That's what you call... Wait, so... (laughs) Let's be honest here. This is the first time I've ever been called Honest Dave. <laughs> but, like, I I love my sisters regardless of what has happened. But ain't no way I'm 12 years old and allowing myself to, if I was a woman, 
get impregnated by a man to save a fucking planet. It ain't my planet. Mm -hmm. Call me selfish. Call me whatever the fuck you want to call me. Anyways, I'm nope. I'm a little selfish. So let me just say you have to remember that Jan had heard all this straight from the mouth. Like I said, this is not Jan's slander. If if I was Jan in a different time period, I would believe the same. So this was straight from the mouth of the man who yeah. had early spent years grooming her, establishing himself as a great friend of not just her and her sisters, but also her parents, too. So there's yeah. never a doubt Josh, in Jan's mind. You, you have a lot to say for someone who is so gullible so <laughs> you would I fall for love this that shit. you said that you could say you wouldn't fall for this shit but i swear to god you would fall for this shit. <laughs> can i tell you something for you calling me gullible yeah jan i apologize if you ever listen to this the only reason why in this situation i would be gullible is for two reasons one i have daddy issues so i'm <laughs> very attracted to older men two I personally would know that I was being tricked, but I I'd would still be okay with it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I would have sex with an older man immediately. And but this isn't new for you. Yeah, this isn't new for me. I I'm gay. Let me tell you guys: all gay young men spent their life living the same life. We were on grinder. <laughs> If you're born in 95 or up, you were on Grinder at the age of 15, meeting up with 20 to 27-year-olds, oh losing your fucking virginity, and getting banged hard. In the booty I hole. I don't care. Right, booty hole for sure. Mom, <laughs> I know you're listening to this. Mom, I met don't up listen. with maybe three. <laughs> <laughs> I met up with maybe three of them. I was too afraid I was going to be killed. But anyways, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> so, so like I said, there was never a doubt in Jan's mind that B was lying. That these that this was untrue. Um, using the entire ruse, B coerced Jan. Oh, it's so sick. I hate this part. Into having sex with him multiple times. Remember, you guys, she's twelve. He soon tried to marry her. So Mexico's laws are different. He got a hold of a marriage certificate with his and Jane's name on it. But he claimed it was only to make sure that he and he and Jane would be able to return to America lawfully without raising any eyebrows. Oh, because like she wasn't his kid. So if he tried to like cross the border back, they'd be like, why do you have this kid that is not yours? Right. Who was this? Who was this? Blah, blah, blah. This is my wife. Dude, this man had to have been planning this for like at least a year or two. Which is disgusting Once because get... then she would have been like 10. You guys, you guys are going to hate this story. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, Taylor, you have. So I feel like once I go deeper into the story... You're going to remember what was said, what happened, but, oh, good God. Yeah, so, I was going to say, I don't remember, like, all the details. I remember, like, the big stuff, but I know it was so fucked up. Well, so the, the Broberts eventually got the, got Jan back. Like, mm -hmm. like, this was the end of the first kidnapping, you know? The FBI sent Mexican police to look for the two. They were arrested, but this did not in any way, and I want to make this clear, in any way lead to the end of the disgusting plan that B had for Jan. During their captivity in Mexico, shortly after being returned to the U.S., keep that in mind, they were already back in the U.S., so they were arrested. They still had, like... Conver like they could sell conversations be convinced Jan to one never tell anyone about these happenings 
and to remember that the mission was still on and the aliens would keep watching her. And you know what? Can I tell you something? The rule he laid down rules. The rules were she was not allowed to touch her biological father. 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 <laughs> the other. I only said that because the name's Bob. The other father, <laughs> Bob, Bob. Or to let. Yeah, Father Bob. <laughs> or she was not allowed to let any other boys touch her, which. Which so it it shows the pathetic obsession B had with her and the perspective he had about all fathers and men. He was controlling to the highest degree. So it's were disgusting. his kids like daughters or sons or what? Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I did not look into it because <laughs> they're not no the main no because characters. No, not even not that they were the main characters. When I looked into it, even though, like, B's wife, like, left, either her her choice was to stay under the radar or her choice was to just not give a damn. So I don't know which is which. So I didn't want to delve too deep into that because... Honestly, it pissed me off, you know, and unfortunately, you know, moving on, Jan, she had no doubts that B would, was lying to her. She was, she held on to these beliefs and instructions for many years of her life. She was returned to her parents in 1974. Jan kept thinking about her sister's protection from some made-up alien race and she was even still receiving communication from Robert from time to time. And to kind of understand why Jan was so fixated on the lies she was fed, it, it's kind of perhaps important to acknowledge that she had she'd been growing up in a family with certain religious and parental control over her actions and decisions. So, even though her parents were extremely loving and caring towards her, you you have to factor in religion. And to any teenager, a figure of control is always more threatening and villainous than a person who allows them to live out their whims. You know? Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. So, B had become such a figure in Jane's life who who kind of fake support for her independent aspirations and her wish to be. So I don't think I've mentioned this. Jan's whole, her whole thing is like, she want to be an actress. He and B kind of like, B supported that we'll say. Not that her own parents <laughs> had issues with her like pursuing an acting career. But they were very reluctant to let her go over to this place called Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Jackson Hole? Right. So, <laughs> I'm... It's... This is nuts because we're leading up to part two. Oh, and God. Abduction part two. So, when you think of becoming an actress, you guys, what do you think of? Maybe New York, Fame, L.A. Fortune. Right. Oh, yeah. Places, Fame, yeah. Fortune. But do you think of Jackson Hole, Wyoming? I've never even heard of Jackson Hole. And the name is disgusting. Thank you for literally proving my point. <laughs> so, while the idea... Like, the idea that she would be able to become an actress by... Going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming was fed to her by B himself. Jan ran away from her house. B bought her a plane ticket to Wyoming. So in August of 1976, with that plane ticket to Wyoming, Jan was on her way to Wyoming. <laughs> Um, well, what do you know? That's what happens when you buy a plane ticket to Wyoming. 
Period. B, this time, you know, she was 14. And this man that continued his horrific acts on the girl, um, he had bought a gaming arena at an, an, amu- an amusement park. Oh, my God. And at this time, he had even been more forceful on the Brobergs to let Jan marry him. Tell me that's not disgusting. Okay, what did his wife have to say about all of this well the reason why i structured this differently is why so the reason why i'm doing story how this happened verdict is because i feel like it might it might help a little bit so i'll wait i'll wait to hear yeah yeah you'll hear it so right the both of them i'm sorry both of them fucking sucked. Yeah. And and her fucking and parents he was, sucked too. No, that's who I meant, bitch. Oh, yeah. Like his her parents were I don't know, even in the 60s, even at this point, I am not 110% sure that I would ever be okay with any of this. Wait, do you do you talk about the best part of this whole story? Oh, I do. Okay, okay. I really do. Okay. I do. Okay, good. So, Jan was also convinced because B had put it in her mind so much that the put marriage would be ideal. Mind. Yeah, in multiple <laughs> ways. She was convinced that this marriage would be the ideal thing, as then they would easily be able to continue their attempts to have a baby. And... He had put her up in a Catholic boarding school in California. And Robert even convinced the nuns, B, so B had convinced the nuns that she was his daughter and he was a CIA agent for which information about them should not be given out to anyone. Is this guy like fucking Hitler or something? Like the way he can just get people to believe what he says and just get behind everything he says is unmatched i i have so i this i'm gonna have so much to say because i feel like i'm victim blaming not not jan but the parents were literally they they were the worst parents i'm gonna be honest so yeah the FBI did get involved again and ultimately rescued Jan. She still remained convinced that her parents were unknowingly obstructing her from from performing her duty. Her duty of having a child with B. With a grown man. Right. And her frustrations were growing. She was doing these things. I mean, if you think about it, she was doing these things in her mind because she was young. Mm -hmm. She was doing these things in her mind to protect her family, especially her younger sister. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess you can assume that Jan knew what was happening was not right. But But she was just trying to protect her family as a child. Well, her sister in general. Yeah. Well, and then just, like, somebody, when you trust somebody and they, like, tell you something like that, you wouldn't be like, oh, my God, they're lying, especially as a 12-year-old girl. Well, yeah, because she especially didn't think that Robert was a fucking perpetrator. Right. She believed that it was the aliens who put her in such a difficult position. And... It took Jan a lot more time, and I'm going to be precise. It took Jan four more years to fully realize what was going on. And she feared at every step of the discovery. I mean, imagine, like, oh my gosh, this man that had been a family friend, he protects me, blah, 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 or put protection in quotations. Mm Mm-hmm. He's lying to me. That's mm-hmm. the last thing you really want to believe. So, wasn't it like the only reason she like stopped believing him 
was because like she turned 16 and didn't get vaporized or something well i mean in a way it was because she stopped doing things she was supposed to do Mm. so she jan had met with b in 1979 before her 16th birthday and he kept reminding her of her duties on her 16th birthday while her family you know and friends you know tried to get her to enjoy the occasion jan was still i mean it like she was still extremely focused and scared that she would be vaporized and her sister would be abducted the very next day since she had failed the mission but let me tell you something guess what happened she lived she lived to tell another tale well remember how i told you one of the roles was she was not allowed to touch another boy <gasps> yes she, she had went to a school dance and a boy from her class nothing happened when she touched his hand oh my god or when he came near and jan you're gonna kill that planet right (laughs) jan what the fuck (laughs) wow jan selfish i'm just kidding i mean if you think about it if she Taylor, I'm going to be patronized and attacked for this. But if for all these years you were truly, truly petrified, you truly believed all this. Yeah, and and yet you. (laughs) Right, fuck it. I'm I'm going to prom with another man and I'm going to let him touch me and all this other stuff. (laughs) I mean, honestly, though, let me say this. I'd have a fuck enough. I, mm-hmm. I've had fucked this planet. It ain't mine. Period. So Period. she was kind of relieved. She was relieved. Yeah. That but then I'd feel like the dumbest bitch. I mean, Jan, I'm not no like obviously none of this was your fault but if i went through all that and for like four years i was like oh my god i can't do any of this like and i have to sleep with this grown man or this planet is gonna die and i'm gonna be vaporized and then like you do something and that doesn't happen and you're like what the fuck this was a lie the whole time well that was all around her 16th birthday so this was like the deadline like she had to have a child before her 16th birthday and or she would be vaporized and her sister would be abducted you know like i said the very next day and i mean she failed to put that in air quotes can we talk about how lucky she is though that she didn't get pregnant with this guy's baby oh she's she's so lucky but for four years you don't get pregnant one time she must have some fertility problems. Why? Well, <laughs> yeah, actually, I think she does. <laughs> she was Jan. relieved the next day. I love that I see Roddy behind you, fucking having <laughs> the time of his life. You I don't guys know what he's listening, doing. Ronnie? He keeps trying to mess with me. Ronnie is Taylor's partner. Partner in crime. But anyways, period. She felt kind of relieved that nothing had happened after her 16th birthday to her sister. Kind you know, of relieved? She, kind of. I mean, <laughs> listen, Taylor. Listen. I hate to give stupid people kudos. But 15 and 16? Eh, I'm probably a little more. I can be persuaded at this point. <laughs> but... At this point, everything seems okay. Yeah, I guess I'd only be kind of relieved because, again, I would then have to accept that I fell into this lie for four years. This horrible lie. Like, it's not even a dumb little lie. It's like her whole life was fucked up because of this. 
period. And I mean that that school dance, like I said, nothing had happened to her. She finally like touched a boy's hand. Touched a boy's butt. She, no, not <laughs> Tina. But Tina. She had literally she had literally like done everything she was told not to do and nothing happened. It was gradually now that Jan started to understand that B was a sexual predator and kind of what happened. So, so good remember for you, how Jan. I, I mean, good for you, Jan, but this is how I told you I was going to structure it. Here's the mastermind. B is the mastermind, and I'm not going to say he didn't do it well. I'm not going to give him props because he doesn't deserve it, but no, he manipulated it hardcore. Exactly. Like Hitler. So let me enter this, this part of the story. This is, I labeled it in my notes, the mastermind and how he did it. Oh my God. I need to hear this. It's like a memoir. you guys be prepared to be blown away because honestly i'm already blown away so uh it appears like jan's parents bob and marianne were mostly blind to their daughter's situation which was part of the case however they were i believe they were both simply-minded people who were kind of not prepared to to face such evil like but I mean, you you look at it. There were countless indications and everything else, but, but are you gonna get into the best part right now? Oh, you know I am. You know I am. This is okay. Continue, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. So, Robert. Or B, sorry. Robert California. B had had explained to the Broberts that he was seeing a therapist. Oh, a therapist. And for his uh, acute, so remember, acute angle is small. For his Acute. acute depression. Right. He told the Broberts that he needed to lie down beside a young girl like Jan. It connects more with her. Oh, of course. And it was in order to help his struggles with his mental health. And they let um, them do it. To cure my mild depression, I need to molest your child. Okay. Go ahead. Right. Right. (laughs) No. Like, what? So while they let him do this. B's sexual exploitation of Jan had begun from this time on. He he regularly drugged her. I don't know what the capsules was. I could not find what he was drugging her with. Oh my god, I don't remember that part. He said it was an allergy against horse hair. Remember, she rode horses. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Oh my god. B used to then basically I don't know how else to put it but B would fuck her like he was molesting raping this young child for a very long time yeah and his parent her parents just let it happen right and so this wasn't spoken about a bunch but this is this is where it gets good so (laughs) this is where it gets good oh wait this is the best part there's not a good part to the story but there's a really funny part that i hope if josh doesn't cover don't worry i'll talk about it i remember it from the documentary oh i promise you i know exactly where you're (laughs) going i'm gonna cover it so all so B had 
realized that although other Bob and Marianne were considered a strong and loving couple in the community, hmm. there was a chink. There was a chink in the armor, baby girl. And he <laughs> used this to his advantage. So let's start with Bob. Bob and B. Two males. <laughs> two bobbies. Two bobbies. They, B, Bob, Jan's dad, was a professional florist. He had his own shop. And he had a very close friendship with B. Too close. B had too close for uh, Now it is. B had found a way to manipulate Bob to perform fellatio, which <laughs> for all my stupid listeners out there, <laughs> let me not say stupider, stupid, let me say fellatio for dummies. That'll be a book someday. Uh-huh, written by Oral Joshua sex. Right. It, they performed oral sex on each other. Blackmail. Oh, honey. Blackmail immediately. This did not affect B, obviously, but Robert. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. It it was a main focus on why the outcome of this case was the way it is. It's crazy. Let's move on. You know what? I want to move on to Mary and because she is not because, innocent either, baby girl. Right. Because I mean, so Bob, homosexuality in the the seventies. Oh my god. Homosexuality right can... now? Ew. I'm <laughs> No, ill for sure. I'm gay, so I can say that. But <laughs> when Jan was returned home, B explained his attraction to Marianne wishing that they had met earlier in life and he I I don't even want to say made her believe he was in love with her because I don't fucking believe it <laughs> Marianne was a little whore mm-hmm. I no who didn't care about her daughter this happened after he had already abducted her daughter the first time, right? After, yes, after the initial kidnappings. And she still fell for this. Like, imagine if someone kidnapped your child, brought them home, and then was like, oh my god, I'm in love with you, and you start a relationship with them. What? She fucked B. The wife? Well, here's the thing. Here you have the dad fucking sucking B's dick. <laughs> and then on the other hand, you have Marianne engaging in full fucking penetration. What is it with this family and this fucking guy, B? What is it? He, he played them. He played them like a fiddle. What a fucking fiddle. Played them like a fiddle. Like a fiddle. As Ranny says in the background. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Total fiddle. <laughs> Their reputation, somehow it got out in church. It was ruined. <laughs> oh, no. Not in church. But it was in church. But as both of them came to realize, because it was B that manipulated them, they did reconcile. You know, they worked together and tried to bring justice for Jan. Um, justice for Jan? Bob? Justice for that whole fucking family. Jesus Christ. Well, Bob took it really hard, obviously, because... I bet he, he really took it hard. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, not in his beehole, but I mean, <laughs> he, he fucking... In his mouth. He fucking... Hold on, let me say this. Allegedly... Sucked oh, yeah. B's no, 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 no. dick. He did not allegedly do that. He literally admitted to it on the documentary. <laughs> this he is a did. fact. This is a fact. For national Netflix television, 
he admitted to fellatio. That poor guy. With B. I mean, oh, I, sure. I feel bad for them because, like, oh my god. And they went on Netflix and literally, like, just told it. Like, honestly, that's that's kind of brave. I, I give him props for that. Because I would never. It is, it is brave, but here's the worst part. They did pursue charges against B for what happened with Chan. But Here's where I my disdain for the parents come from. B served zero time. Let me tell you something. He kidnapped her twice, was arrested at a Mexican border. He at a Mexican served, restaurant? I mean, period. <laughs> he served zero time. And How? He, he claimed he had a mental defect. Okay, you know what? Let me take it back. For what he should have served, he landed 19 days in jail. Tell me that's not crazy. What? The only time that basically be served up it wasn't even the time he deserved, you guys. Wait, how but did the that only happen? Time... He kidnapped and you raped know what it was? A minor. I it's because I'm gonna say this. Religion is a parasite on this world. And because of the Broberg's fear of being excommunicated from their church, because both families were part of it. When they started speaking out of it, they got pushback from their church. It's crazy. The so church pushed what back they on did, them, but they were okay with a kidnapper rapist? I'm what? not going to tell our listeners what to do, but please look at the amount of child sexual abuse cases that happen within a church and opposed to anywhere else. But... So in 1986, B, he did, he did do it again. I don't have the name of the person. Not to Jan, it wasn't Jan. He pleaded guilty to two counts of child rape. And like I said, it was a case separate from the Brobergs. Guess how long he served? Uh, 20 days. Taylor. A year in prison for raping a child. And then he was just out? Yes! But Jan, and I'm going to say this, Jan had the best outcome. And I only say this because Jan went public 110%. She went in she dragged his name as she should have. Good. So I hope everywhere he, he ever goes, he gets kicked out and like exiled from town until he has to go fucking live in like Antarctica or something. Oh, sweet. Where child. there's no children to rape. Oh, sweet child. You don't even understand. So his brother. B's brother was a part of the documentary on Netflix. Mm -hmm. After all this started coming out, after Jan actually started fighting her fight, he killed himself. His brother? No. B? B? <gasps> oh, yeah. Thank God. B? Oh, for sure. What what a waste of space and air. I mean, I'm sure he was just doing it as another manipulation tactic, but at least he can't rape any more kids, so. <laughs> a manipulation tactic, whatever. Kids are safe on the street, you know. I mean, he got away with so much, like too much i 
too much. Yes, like he kidnapped this bitch twice. I don't I couldn't figure out whether or not Jan was disclosing the sexual conduct that was going between them during this period. But he got away with too much for too long. And even in the documentary, his his brother did not seem to be too concerned with the fact that he killed himself. Yeah, they probably all knew he was fucked up. That's disgusting. Oh, wait, what about his wife? What did his wife... Oh, they divorced. Um, like, I he was literally any... begging for a child to marry him. Like, uh, sir, what about your wife? <laughs> she had a marriage certificate drawn up in Mexico <laughs> for him and Jan. Oh, my Just God. so they could return to the States. <laughs> It's fucking wild. <sighs> so, so the story of Jan Broberg is not only sad, like my heart goes out to Jan, but I cannot help but say my hatred goes out to her parents and B. Yes. You were too trusting. You let your, I mean, your child was kidnapped once before. And like, just because you got pushback from your church, you were like, ah, okay, we'll give up the fight. I don't want to be excommunicated from the church. Go find a church that obviously doesn't care about fucking pedophiles, you stupid ass. Sadly, that is every single fucking church. You're probably right. They're probably Catholic honestly no offense to the catholics but you guys are really really lenient yeah you guys just no it's not a good thing it's not a good time no (laughs) but for so (laughs) this is a story of jan broberg honestly she was this is the story about a girl named lucky just kidding yeah as Brittany said (laughs) <laughs> as our queen Brittany Jean Spears once said <laughs> but this girl's not lucky <laughs> this she, is I mean, the story I about feel... a girl named unlucky mm-hmm. <laughs> Jan Broberg <laughs> in her situation I feel like I would definitely be I would be manipulated that's 110% <laughs> I would. I mean, you're 12 and 14. Yeah. No, I mean, I totally I think at 12, I was still questioning the existence of Santa Claus. Yeah. So for someone to be like, um, oh my God, these aliens abducted you. And literally, if you don't do this, your sister is going to be next and you're going to be vaporized by the age of 16. Right. I truly blame the parents and I blame, obviously be the true perpetrator of all of this well now he's rotting in hell and i hope he hears this podcast and it brings him torture i hope that they have wi-fi in hell so he can listen (laughs) us to talk to him about how how big of a piece of shit he is and you know what i kind of hope jan's parents are still alive because i know a lot of families including mine like to forgive and forget this is one part where i feel like you cannot forgive and forget (laughs) jan do not forgive and forget this no jan (laughs) no i think she talks about yeah i think she talks about in that documentary like that she doesn't blame her parents but i'm like bitch i would the fuck i i read that too i was like how the hell like, I don't blame, blame my parents. I just I think parents. he was manipulating all of us. And I'm like, your parents uh, let him take girl. you twice, twice, and both had affairs with him. Your dad sucked his dick, <laughs> and your mom fucked him. Are you kidding me? I just I can't I can't understand. I also want to give a shout out to Keisha. Keisha 
she recommended the story for me. Um, Keisha, I love e- you. Even, I don't know you, Keisha but I love Ray, you. No, for sure. She recommended the story to me. I had heard it before, but it was... It's a doozy. It's definitely a doozy. Um, coming up, we have a story from Taylor. What story was that? I don't know. I might change it. It's not that interesting. Well, <laughs> no, shut up. In case Taylor changes it, my upcoming story is on the one and only Wicked Bitch of the South, Casey Anthony. Yes, hoes. That'll be up. What the? L- hold on. The don't we nineteenth? Like... Yours will be. Your next one will be up on the nineteenth. So. Get ready for Casey Anthony, and you'll probably hear a ghost story from me on the 12th, December 12th. So that's all we have coming up for you guys. Please keep in mind, on we have a link mm-hmm. on every podcast. If it's not on this one, just go to a previous episode. The Google form is linked. We have an email linked. Tell us what you want to hear. We, yes, we thoroughly enjoy yes queens we thoroughly enjoy doing this even if it's just for a small group of people we we thoroughly enjoy it yeah i think we're almost at 200 downloads which is amazing i'm so excited yeah i didn't even think we would get 10 (laughs) also um so this is not only our first recording virtual this is also our first recording where we're not absolutely trashed so let us know what you prefer better absolutely trashed Mm -hmm. or a little bit classy tipsy either way (laughs) i can get absolutely trashed or i can get tipsy and classy so yeah so just definitely let us know but you guys have a wonderful night and we'll see you next monday see ya bye bye